This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, what is up? <sighs> Living the life. You know, it's uh, good good and bad. We, we've got it all. I was in Cincinnati. That was great. Um Dog's a little sick, you know. Hopefully he's okay. We're we're monitoring, take him to the vet and everything. But uh, you know, concerned dog dad uh, is my current state. That's the way to be. Um, I know you've had a really busy weekend. You were in Cincinnati. How was your trip to Cincinnati? Oh, it was great. I mean, I uh, I did every time I go. I, I you know get the grippos and I do all of the generic this is like i gotta get grippos i gotta get um some rheingeist beer and uh, i did that the fun part was i went to king's island for the first time since two i was there in like 2018 but it was also a halloween thing so we only rode like two rides and did the haunted houses and we got there late because we we're there for that part but uh so not a ton done that time and I went there in like 2000 and I went there in 2010 because I went to a preseason game and it was the Teocho year. Uh, oh. So that's how I can remember what year I went. And then the first time ever I went, or no, I went to the water park in 2010 as well, but it's way different now. And um, I think the biggest thing from the trip is what cool technology that there is now a water slide that you get into, they close it around you and they drop the floor out and you just fall through. <laughs> No, it was awesome. It was so cool. Put that one out. You're sitting that one out. That's a, <laughs> one of them broke down. Nobody, not like while somebody was in there, but one was just like, oh, the floor won't drop anymore. So we just have one running. <laughs> no, but you had the blue ice cream though. I did. Oh, I forgot to mention. I had the blue ice cream. It was great. Is it like blueberry? I, I have no idea. It's definitely not vanilla. And I wasn't trying to be a connoisseur with those like oh good this ice cream i will say my main complaint about king's island why is it a dollar 30 to add sprinkles to that i mean big reason i didn't do it i was like a quarter sure 50 cents I'll i'm not it. even surprised i'm not even surprised because they know they can they're like look we'll charge this for the blue ice cream but if you want sprinkles to make it even better we can add a dollar 30 that's no problem at all because people are going to be here they're going to be with their kids the kids are going to want sprinkles the kids will force the sprinkles i didn't see too many yeah. adults with it <laughs> it's an easy 130 for them so I, I don't blame them but no it looked like a really good time and uh it, it's great when the weather you know, cooperates. And you went to Rheingeist. Did you go check out the rooftop? Have you been here since the rooftop and everything? Um, I guess you I didn't go to the rooftop last time I was there, but I went this time. I went to the rooftop mm -hmm. and hung out there. 
What a cool brewery. I love it. I also went to um, 50 West for a little bit. That was a, also a really cool spot, but it was a little bit overrun by kids because it was like 6 p.m. And I think all the parents go there because you can get get a burger, get a drink and let the kids just go uh, run around, play volleyball or whatever. <laughs> it was great, though. A lot of dogs. That was fun meeting those. I love 50 West. They have a great burger. It's funny you say that because right before we recorded a podcast, one of their tweets was on was on my timeline and it was like this new lemonade beer that they're going to have. And I'm like, yes, 100%. It's going to be 90s in Cincinnati this weekend. It sounds great. 50 West is a good place to go. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a really great time and, and you're home safe. And uh, now you're going to be planning your next trip, maybe to Cincinnati. Would you ever, we've talked about some of the, you know, one game a year that you normally like to go to. And, and I think you, you said Bills this year, right? That is what I'm looking at is the Bills game. It looks juicy. If you were to take one road game outside of where you kind of, where you live, that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> but another road game for the Cincinnati Bengals, where would you go this year? Um, I mean, quickly looking. I mean, like the Browns is an easy one because I don't live that far, but I'm not going to do that one. Uh, I mean, Tennessee would be cool. October, it wouldn't be too bad. And then the other one that's with it, if I'd want to spend the money for it, would be the Jaguars game because uh, going to Florida in December sounds like a great break from the winter. Um, I don't know how that pool in the stadium works, but maybe I could get a, a pool. <laughs> I assume you don't sit there the entire time. I'll be pruned. But they do, though. This people do. Oh, okay. Well, I might just, you know, become the pool if I could. But yeah, those two look great uh the kansas city one obviously it sounds perfect i just mm -hmm. i don't i don't think i'd want to go that late in the year where it's gonna be freezing cold and it's um what it's new year's eve spending that in kansas city without people i know yeah there's there's some issues with that one so i think those other two are nicer uh i mean like opening day against the browns probably isn't that bad i just i don't know i've been to cleveland what's the excitement Cleveland, man. Every time I think about Cleveland, it's just rainy and cloudy. Um, <laughs> Even like but, uh, September 7th or whatever. I don't believe that they know the sun is how to shine in Cleveland. But uh, no, Nashville is is an easy one. I think that's, you know, a no-brainer. That's actually the one I'm definitely going to this year. I went last year. It was a really cool experience. And that was really when Cincinnati turned their season around. And it felt like Tennessee never really won another game after that, which is wild. And I could be wrong. They may have uh, secured one more towards the second half of the season. But besides that one, low-key, I like Arizona. I love going to Arizona for spring training. They do play the Cardinals. It's it's in the Glendale area, so I wouldn't want to stay in Glendale. I'd probably want to stay in Scottsdale. I think that's a, a highlight trip, but having nine home games and only seven games on the road, which I'm a huge fan of, um, it's going to be nice just to see all the different games at Paycor Stadium. Like we said on the last podcast when we were talking about that Thursday night flex, it does feel like that money, that Minnesota game will probably get changed. Maybe that's maybe that's a maybe that's a Thursday night game at Paycor Stadium, or maybe that's later in the afternoon. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to road trips this year, I would say Arizona would be really fun, but I'd have to hop on a plane. Nashville, it's a drive away. I will be completely honest when it comes to the AFC North road games. I've been to Cleveland once. It was a terrible experience. Um, I'm never going to <laughs> the fans, going or was it you just not finding? It was the fans. Yeah, it was the fans. I've heard. I've heard of that. That their fans, their fans get a little bit uh, too wild, dumping beers on people and whatnot. Yeah, it wasn't a good experience. And I mean, I just don't want to go to Cleveland, the city, 
Um, no, sorry, Cleveland. Um, uh, but, uh, no, I'm not, but Pittsburgh, um, I probably wouldn't go to the stadium. I mean, I'm sure fans are fine. I was I'm actually, they were really nice to me the one time I went, but they also won like 42 to seven. So yeah, so it was probably a good experience for them, but I, nothing against Pittsburgh fans. I just, I don't really have, I probably wouldn't go to that game. I kind of want to go to Baltimore Ooh, because Thursday I think their, night. Stadium, their stadium will be really cool. Um, you know, again, never experienced a Baltimore Ravens game or a Bengals Baltimore game on the road. So I don't know what that's like. And it is in prime time, if that makes any difference. Um, but yeah, I just really never, for me personally, I don't want to go to any AFC North games. I like them at home, but on the road, I'd probably not go to be completely honest with you. I agree. I think I would have a worse experience in Pittsburgh if I went this year and the Bengals win 42 to seven, they're probably not going to like seeing, you know, you get the anger of just like, ah, I hate that team. You see somebody wearing their Jersey cheering for every touchdown. It's like, I hate that guy too. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you for the most part. I think I would probably pick Cleveland out of any, even though you had a bad experience. I mentioned that I think their fans can be a little bit much. I lived there for six months, so it would be kind of cool to go back. Well, I lived just outside, but yeah, the, cool to go back and do some of those things. And uh, well, not much else, but you know, just see that. Uh, we didn't mention what there's the 49ers game. We didn't mention to me, that's just, if I'm going to fly on a plane, I'm, I want to go to Florida instead. Well, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't stay. Here's the thing about the San Francisco game. It's in Santa Clara. Well, I think it's in Santa Clara now. I can never keep up with where all of the teams in California are actually playing. But I will say that it's a little bit out. It's outside of San Francisco. So you're not you don't have to stay in San Francisco. I've been there once. I, I don't really need to go back again. Um, I'd like to go to Napa. I'd make it like a weekend. It's in Santa Clara. I would make it a weekend trip. Go to Napa, go check out places, you know, outside of that area and then go to the game on that same exact day. But other than that, I mean, you're like, you're right. If you're flying all the way out to California, you know, I don't know. I'd rather just go go to the Arizona game, even though that would be a good game. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Bengals Niners would be a great game. It should mm-hmm. be a good game. Yeah, actually, the Cardinals game should stink. Like, that's, that's the one issue with saying. It should be a homecoming game, you know? One of those homecoming games where you play someone and you're like, even though it's on the road, you're like, you're going to play somebody you think you're going to beat and you're going to travel to that game today. You know what? They should win against the Arizona. They should beat the Arizona Cardinals. I don't think Arizona's favorite in any of their games this year. Um, it's pretty sad. <laughs> but um, They play the Rams but, twice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Rams – okay, tell me this about the Rams because I feel like it's just 50-50 split. Some people are like, this is a bounce-back year for the Rams, and I just Who's feel like they, they, went, they went all in on the Super Bowl year. They yeah, went all like, in. They're like, oh, Matthew Stafford's going to be healthy. They're going to be better. It's all going to be um, – for me, I'm like, they, they had the one year. They got the ring. Credit to them. They got the Super Bowl ring. But it just really kind of feels like it's over. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, like, props, it worked. You sold out for the ring, but you sold out mm-hmm. for the ring. And, I mean, part of that is also quarterback doesn't seem the same. Some people might think he just bounces right back. But even if he does, 
man, the offense is worse. The offensive line is much worse. You know, Whitworth is gone. The guys that they kept don't seem great. Corbett doing great in Carolina. They haven't really done a good job replacing him. And then everybody's getting older. Cup is coming off a major injury. And you look at the defense, like you lose Ramsey. It already wasn't, you know, like you lost Von Miller. Um, <laughs> you lost both safeties. It's, it's just, you look at that defense, it's like, oof, even if the offense is pretty good, they're probably still 7-10, and 10, just like mm-hmm. one of those Drew Brees carrying the Saints type deals. And I don't think the offense is going to be good enough for that with the offensive line as it is. So, yeah, I would – I think Arizona might be better. Like really, the main thing that's stopping me is probably the coaching difference that Sean McVay is just going to, you know, he's going to get some wins and whatnot from just being Sean McVay while the Cardinals have a rookie head coach and Jonathan Gannon. And I don't care too much about the pre thoughts of him. I know most people don't think it's great, but look, I mean, a lot of times you, you end up saying Hugh Jackson was the best hire of the cycle and Doug Peterson was a mistake. And then one wins a Super Bowl and the other one goes 0 and 16. So I don't think we know too much. Um, not to say I would have hired Jonathan Gannon, just I would have hired Lou Rumo, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're pretty even to me. Every time I, th- I think about that, and who's the other team? Rams, Cardinals, so Seahawks would be fine. <laughs> so there's not an easy Seahawks, man, they can be – nobody's really t- – I mean, nobody. I'm saying nobody. But people, I, I would say the Seahawks are a sleeper right now for a lot of people. I mean, they went to the playoffs last year. Yeah. No, I like the Seahawks. I don't – I mean, I think it's San Francisco's division to win, but mm-hmm. – Oh, NFC West breakdown. Who is the worst? Tweet right? us. I mean, Rams? Must be nice. Rams Must Cardinals. be nice. Here's my hot take, and I know we talked about the divisions last week on last week's podcast when it was like uh, the AFC East reminds me a lot of the AFC West hype. Mm-hmm. I still feel, and maybe there's a lot of bias in this because it is a Bengals podcast, I feel like the AFC North is still the best in, in the AFC. I truly do. I think it prepares Cincinnati, and I know Zach Taylor's talked about it before. I think it prepares them for the playoffs. I, I truly, truly do, and I think it's extremely important. And that division, look, the, it, I feel like it's. I, I, I'm kind of given the same hype that the AFC East is getting. Would I be surprised if there's three teams out of that division going to the playoffs? No, but health is a you know a huge concern too in the AFC North. What's that going to look like for all four teams? Um, but I'm. I don't know. I feel like it's a very physical division, and it and it really helps Cincinnati when it comes to to that tough stretch. AFC North is a very unique division in that they still play the smash mouth football. It feels like the refs kind of swallow the whistle and let them really hit each other a little bit. Uh, I always like when there's like an AFC North primetime game, and the other uh, teams like not in the division fans are like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> no, like, oh. This is, uh, I thought we got rid of this. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you guys might have, but not in the AFC North. You know, if you think of the best nose tackles in the league, there's probably like three of them in the AFC North at all times. <laughs> Maybe not right now, actually. You know, I got Reader, but Alu Alu didn't do as well as uh, people hoped in Pittsburgh. And I, oh, uh, Travis Jones is in uh, Baltimore. Young guy. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I just, when I think about classic nose tackles, even though, uh, not to just make this a nose tackle podcast, Damata Pecco, you know, big one there. We're all fans. But then, you know, you've got some 
underrated. Well, you got Haloti Nada, who's uh, maybe a fringe Hall of Fame type. I love that he hit Ben Roethlisberger once. Uh, <laughs> and um, Casey Hampton, big one for the Steelers, underrated for a long time. Uh, Nick, I said it at the same time. I, I'm giving myself credit. Well, I thought you saw Nick's. I thought you saw Nick's note. That's why you said it. I was looking off in this direction because I was trying to remember. I think what like up left is remembering, and then I looked Whoa. over. I was like, "Ah, oh, Nick said it." <laughs> At least for me, I always look That's up good. into the left when I'm trying to remember a name. I could remember the face. I was like bald, a <laughs> uh, big bald guy. But yeah, I, I don't know. They're a really physical division. It's really fun to be part of a unique division like that. I think looking around, how many other divisions can you think of that are even similar? Like. In the NFC, I think the closest you get is, weirdly enough, probably the NFC North. Uh, maybe it's something just about that cold weather Midwest feel that makes these guys extra angry or something. You know, it's like it's snowing, it's miserable, <laughs> and we're not even on the coast. We're not coastal elites. The reason I like it, I'm going to wrap this segment up, is because I think that you could be a rookie on day one and you understand the rivalry with your with your with this division and just how tough it is. And and Jamar Chase, like he he knew right away. Like he was upset when he couldn't play in any if he if he wasn't healthy to play in an, in an, a division game. Like oh man, I want to be out there. I want to say the last Steelers game they played in because he knew like oh we don't like these guys. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love um, how that really just as soon as you, from day one you understand that that the AFC North just feels like a, a real tough division. And I don't know if you can say that in the AFC West just because Kansas City pretty much owns it. And I know Justin Herbert's over there. It just doesn't feel like there's a lot of competition, to be completely honest. It always feels like Kansas City is going to take it no matter what. So I don't know. It's fun to talk about because you know what? It's almost June 1st and we're still in off-season program mode, phase two. We're going to talk a little more about that with Tyler Boyd showing up on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.